Coach, first of all, uh, one, of the, one of the old sayings from coaches from years past is one of the best things about freshmen is that they become sophomores. Mm -hmm. you, uh, you had a young team last year, had a lot of freshmen, yep. had a lot of sophomores now. What have you seen from your team from year one to now in terms of their evolution? Uh, well, I think, honestly, I've got three that played enough minutes to be juniors. Sure. Um, so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I think one of the fun things is just like to watch them grow as people, as players. Um, you know, I, I, we knew that it would be tough last year and trying to see the good and, and everything that we did um, was really important for me and, and our staff. Um, but I've just seen a lot of growth. Um, you know, them learning from their mistakes, um, them um, having the ability to be able to coach themselves a little bit. Um, that's been fun to watch. So, um, yeah, all of that is, is kind of just went into um, the maturation process over the course of the last few months. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously really excited for us to be a year older. Um, and so I think we're hoping that that results in some more um, positive feedback and results for our team. How much does that change you as a coach? I know it's it's never easy to be patient. I've talked to so yeah. many people. I've talked to Barkley and so many others in this room yep. about patience. How big is it of a challenge is it for your patience as a coach to continue yeah. to watch this as, as you see this program for? Yeah, it's it's it has its ups and its downs. Um, I think being aware of where you're at and uh, is huge, um, and then being aware that patience is needed. Um, but also pushing the envelope a little bit that, you know, impatience is, is not necessarily always bad either, you know, because it's, you know, can we continue to get these guys to understand what it takes to be successful and what the sacrifice is for them daily to, to be who they really say they want to be for, for them and for us as a team. So that's a challenge. It, it sure is. And um, I know a lot of coaches in this room have been through it. Um, and I went through it last year. So when, you, when you're used to winning, when you're used to going to the NCAA tournament, uh, it, on, from a personal level, yeah, it definitely is a, it's a punch to the gut a little bit to have to, to take 27 losses. But my hope is that it developed uh, our team a chip you know, on their shoulder type of mentality and uh, one that we can really learn from. In addition to your youth, you've had some guys like Jackson and Lavar come in from outside the program. Yep. What have they brought to your program thus far? Well, uh, both have brought experience because they both, um, you know, Lavar went to an NCAA tournament at NC State, and then Jax come, came from a winning program where he played a lot of minutes. Um, so they bring experience, which is, you know, is one thing you can't really teach. Um, but they also bring uh, – on, on two different levels, added dimensions we didn't necessarily have. And Jax with his, his size and his ability to rebound and shoot, and then LeVar with his speed and athleticism and ability to cover ground offensively and defensively. So really fortunate to have those guys eligible this year in year two for us. Um, and I think both of those guys are going to make a, a big impact on our team and, and one that we need. You had so many key minutes last year from Devon and Cody and yep. so many other young guys. Who are your young guys this year that are going to be stepping up yeah, in that a, role? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Trent Stephanie is a kid that I think is uh, will soon uh, make a name for himself. Um, he's 
very talented, he's got great speed, good athleticism, comes from a winning program, won a state championship in Tennessee. Uh, and just, he's just a ball player, you know, and, and does some things that I sure haven't taught him. And, and I don't think coaches in the past have, just has those, some of those intangibles. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, Jamon Battle from Richmond is, is a kid who's got great athleticism, which we needed at that forward spot, some more athleticism. And um, so I, I think those two freshmen, um, are going to see minutes along with A.J. McBride. I think all of our freshmen are going to play. Um, we, we need to be deeper this year uh, than we were last year. Um, so if we can play 11 or 12 guys, then we're going to need those guys to play. So, uh, But if I were to pick one, I think Trent is, is a freshman that for us right now is really standing out heading into the year. If you look at your team now compared to last year, are you seeing much more of just kind of the acting and being instinctual as opposed to having to think through things as they're on the floor? Man, I'm seeing a lot more of a lot of stuff, uh, <laughs> so which is, is a good thing. Um, it was funny on the ride down here. You just you think about this time last year and coming here, and it, you know, just all that went with that, and how much better you feel about your group now. Um, but I think, you know, if, if you compare us now to last year, we're just so different from a personnel standpoint, a talent standpoint, but a style of play standpoint. And with the way we want to play, that just does, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, so I feel really good about where we're at, um, but glad we don't play tomorrow. You know, we get a little more time to be able to, to uh, uh, you know, get some things right. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about our group and I think, you know, um, while we all want it to happen instantly, um, you know, I like where we're at going into year two. The added depth and just the added bodies, I mean, over, sure. over last year, how much does that allow you as a coach to let guys play more to their strengths and, and give you more flexibility as opposed to having to just put guys in spots where you needed them? Yeah, well, it helps you be able to hold uh, your players accountable for what they do on the floor and off the floor, but more so on the floor um, because you can turn around, you can look at your bench, you can put somebody else in. I mean, I, there were times last year where you just didn't have the ability to be able to do that, you know. Um, so, but I tell you where it really helps is in practice. You know, the competition um, has helped us get better as a group, um, and you just push each other, you know. And, and so last year, we just we weren't able to, to do that as much because of our numbers and because of our youth. Um, so yeah, it, it's everything, man. That that depth and having 14 eligible players. Um, it is a lot more fun to coach too. You have another challenging schedule this year. You got to go on the road and play at some tough places, but you also have some pretty interesting teams coming to Kimmel as well. What are your thoughts on who you have lined up this year? Um, I think the the, the overriding uh, glimpse of our schedule that you see is one that that all of our fans can get to. Um, you know, at Tennessee, at Wake Forest, um, at Charlotte. Um, you know, those are games that. All of our fans, we get great support at UNC Asheville. It's important to me as the head coach that we give our fans opportunities to watch us play on the road. And then I like the series that we started with Citadel and South Carolina State and Chattanooga. Um, you know, and, and so two of those are on the road. One of those is at home. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, 
I like the games that we have. You know, we especially we get we got a three-game stretch in December where we're back, back, back at home um, with Martin Stetson and Chattanooga. Um, so, yeah, just fortunate to be at a place where when you play a meaningful home game, there's a lot of support there. Um, so that really went into the construction of the schedule. With, with this team this year, it's it's tough to really, I guess, define success because you don't want yeah. numbers or anything on it. But yeah. what, what's your key word for this year when you evaluate your team and what you hope to see out of You know, my goal for our team is to be better today than we were yesterday and then flip it and try to be better tomorrow than we were today. If we can do that, then in February, I think we've got a chance to, to have a pretty good team. Um, obviously, we know that you don't do, you can't, you know, that doesn't occur every single day. Uh, but if we make enough steps uh, in the right direction, then we, we have a chance to be able to do that. Um, if we had one word on it, then, it, you know, I just think growth um, in all facets of what we're trying to do. Um, both play uh, on the floor, how we act off the floor, and the, you know, continue to develop our culture. Because again, as you know, I mean, we're the youngest team in America last year, but we're still really young, and, and um, that foundation's built over time. So, just the growth, daily growth, the one percent growth, because the twenty-five, fifty percent growth, it, it doesn't, it doesn't exist in our game. Um, so, that's for me. You mentioned being thankful you're not playing tomorrow. What do you expect to see in a week when you take the floor? I'll play Thursday, so it's almost tomorrow. It's an <laughs> exhibition game. Close enough. Uh, I just want to see our guys compete. And, um, you know, we, we had a scrimmage uh, a little over a week ago, and um, you know, my, my whole goal for, for that scrimmage, I didn't care about the scoring, but just can we be the aggressors, you know, for more – uh, minutes than the other team. Um, with the style that we want to play, it's, it's a must for us. Um, so that's what I want to see. Um, I want to see how we respond to adversity. It's really interesting because I think uh, some freshmen are like, oh, you, you mean we're going to hit adversity at some point? Yeah, it's going to happen. And it's going to happen soon, sooner than we think. Uh, and it'll probably happen on someone else's floor. So how can we deal with that? I'm anxious to see that, um, but I'm anxious to see the guys who, um, you know, played last year and how are they going to grow? Because we we did have a tough year last year from a result uh, standpoint, and I do think our guys have have, have uh, paid a price in some words over the over the season. So yeah, I'm excited about our group. Finally, when you're sitting on your back porch in 30 years and you're looking back at your career <laughs> and you look back at that group last year and what you have now, how, how would you say they've made I'll you be better thankful as a coach? for it. I'll be th I'm thankful for it now, and I'm, I'll be a hell of a lot more thankful for it then. Um, a guy named John Schulman, who is a, is a mentor of mine, is um, the head coach at Huntsville uh, in Alabama, and he told me before the year, he said, I don't know how how good you'll be, whatever. I know you're going to learn more in this 12 months than you'll learn in your entire career in any one year. And um, I couldn't I, I couldn't write enough things down. I, I didn't have enough wrinkles in my brain. I'm not very smart anyway um, to be able to try to comprehend and, 
and uh, learn all the things that I should have and could have last year. But it's a great growth experience for me uh, as, a, as a coach. I mean, I was really fortunate because I um, I had been to nine NCAA tournaments as an assistant coach, nine, and, and there's a lot of coaches, as you know, that go their whole career and, and, and only get to a few. So to be in nine and then get your butt kicked um, is, is, is a humbling experience, but I'm really thankful for it and, and thankful that our guys went through it and uh, because I think, um, you know, there's going to be some, some roses that bloom on the other side. So, yeah.